Hey everyone, you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. Today, I want to talk about relationships because all said and done, irrespective of whether we have a great career or not, whether we are going to a great college or not, whether we have money or not, everything in our life eventually boils down to interpersonal relationships, relationships that we have with the world. And that could start with our parents. It extends to our spouses, our kids, our siblings, our friends, our colleagues, the world at large. And every single interaction that we have in the world today is going to have some impact on us. It leaves us slightly happier, sad, slightly perplexed or not, clearer in our thoughts or perhaps not. And I often, especially with younger people, because they are still uncovering the entire relationship game, I'm often asked this question, what is the qualification of a good relationship or a bad one? And the reason why this question is important and also a question that is posed from young people is because for the longest time, especially in the Indian context, the most meaningful relationship and perhaps the only relationship that we've really had is the one that we've had with our parents. We do not have a culture of stepping out and living outside of our home. We do not have a culture of working very early in our life. We do not have a culture of even going out and being as independent as, say, the Western world is. So a lot of the early years are just shielded by the parents and by whatever is their worldview. And that's the relationship which is the defining relationship of our life. And a lot of our understanding about relationship emerges from the relationship we have with our parents. If it's a healthy one, we think that relationships by and large are healthy. If it's not a healthy one, we start doubting the entire purpose of relationships. And here is a very important mental model that I personally use when it comes to relationships, especially the ones that we think are very important in our life. The relationship we have with our parents is the one that is the most sacrosanct in our culture. It's looked down upon for kids to have a negative view about their parents. It's almost endorsed that parents are godlike, and that means in our head that they don't ever make mistakes. But the truth is, parents are first humans. They were not born parents. They were born as normal people like you and I. And that means that they're bound to make mistakes. It means that they're bound to have or do things that are not expected from a parent, but is expected from a normal human being going about living their life. And that means that the first thing you need to recognize is your parents will go wrong. Your parents most likely are wrong on a few things already. And it's important that you look at them as individuals, as men and women, and not as, their, as your mom and your dad, as your father or your mother. Because the minute you put them on that pedestal and you see them make mistakes or perhaps not even own up to the mistakes that they make, you begin to doubt the very essence of relationships by itself. A wrong conclusion to make, especially when you're very young. The other thing is about how you feel about these relationships. We make friends all through our life. We make friends when we are in school, when we are in college. And the world tells us that the friendships we make very early on in life are friendships for life. 
And I see so many people clinging on to those friendships, to those relationships, even though they have stopped making sense. That friendship is no longer helping. It could even be harming. And yet in our head, we don't want to let go of that because of the illusion that we have created in our head that these friendships are never to be broken. And that is the essence of any relationship evaluation. The first thing is, have you grown apart? Not because it was a choice, but because you were just growing at very different growth rates. Both of you started at the same time. Both of you, let's say, met in class five or perhaps first year of college, and you were somewhat similar. But then after that, you just began to take different trajectories, and that meant different growth rates. You perhaps grew faster than them, or they perhaps grew faster than you. And at some point of time, if you find yourself far ahead, what will begin to happen is that you will look down upon that relationship because it's not yielding anything that you feel is helping you in your life or perhaps even helping the relationship. How many of you here are friends with people who you don't have anything to talk about, but you're just friends because you were friends with them early on in life? You really have nothing to talk about. Even if you end up talking about something, it's mostly about things that don't excite you, that don't enamor you, that you find no interest in. And you just keep asking yourself this question, why are they still talking about these things that are so long gone? And you have somehow moved on in life and have gone beyond these things. And if you find yourself in that relationship, it is important for you to recognize that differing growth rates will create friction and a gap in relationships. At that point of time, you have two choices, my friend. Choice one is to wait. You wait because you know that the other person is slower than you, so you wait for them to catch up. But that also means that you have to slow down. Or the other choice you make is that you consciously let go. Let go not because they are bad people or you've become a bad person, let go because it doesn't make sense anymore. Let go because you being in that relationship is going to harm it even further, create a far bigger rift and gap and distance than you trying to stick around with it. And then the second evaluation is around energy. Urinal relationship, it could be an intimate one, it could be a professional one. It could be one that you have with your own parents, with your own siblings, relationships that you haven't chosen for yourself. And what you find consistently is that at the end of every conversation, you're drained out of energy. It's not that you are left with energy that gets you on a certain high, that you're happy about things. It almost sucks you out of energy. It draws the last drop of energy that you had within and you just feel completely drained, almost feeling shitty about yourself. And that's because the relationship has gotten to that point. And these are very strong times. These are very, very strong signs because if you're in a relationship that sucks you out of energy, then you are most likely in the wrong relationship. And I have found myself time and again, realizing this the hard way. I've been in relationships where 
I thought that I had to be in them. It was because I thought I had to help that person. It was because I thought that I was getting something out of that. It was because I thought that both of us were growing. I thought it was a great way to form a bond, to form some relationship that helps both of us in our times of distress. But what eventually ended up happening is that every such interaction, every such conversation, every such moment, I was just left out of energy. I didn't have energy and I continued to say, oh my God, here's what's happening. I'm bringing myself to this conversation with all the energy that I can gather. And at the end of that conversation, I'm left with nothing. And if I continue to do that, it's telling me something that I ought to face. And the truth is this relationship has turned toxic. It's turned toxic because it either makes me feel bad about myself It makes me feel like I'm not good enough. It makes me feel that I'm inadequate. It makes me feel like I'm not doing enough. It makes me feel responsible for the happiness of the other person. And all of these are signs that you will have to dispense energy from your side. Continue to give, 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 and never receive. And if you are in either of these two relationships, one where you find yourself at a gap And that gap is only widening, it's not lessening. And two, you find yourself in a relationship where you're constantly drained out of energy. You have, my friend, a yardstick to measure the quality of that relationship. And in both these cases, the quality is poor. It is poor. And at that point of time, the choice is completely yours. As hard as that choice is, even if it's your parents, you have a choice to move out. Even if it's your siblings, you have a choice to disconnect, disengage, not with the sense of giving up on that relationship, but at least being at an arm's distance where you don't run into each other because the other person is not helping or you're not helping them either. If it's a professional relationship, a friend, something that is a loving relationship, you still have a choice at your end to let go. And I would want you to exercise that choice. Be an adult about it. Don't think that relationships cannot be changed. Don't think that relationships cannot be ended. The most important relationship that you have is the one with yourself. And if you are honest in that relationship, every other relationship will only be better, meaningful, and fulfilling. All the best. Thank you for listening to this episode of Voice with Variku. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you.